1: This is Behind the Rose, where Bachelor Nation meets country music and everything in between. Here's your host, Blake Horseman.
0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Rose Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Horseman, here with my buddy, as usual, Eric Bradley, and today we're talking to Too Hot to Handle star Harry Jowsey. We talked to Harry about how he even got on Too Hot to Handle. How his life flipped upside down after hitting 2 million followers the same day he hit 1 million. And of course, we talk about his relationship with Francesca and if he ever sees a future with her. But first, Eric, let's chat a little bit about um the biggest news right now. Chris Harrison officially
1: fired. Is that the right word? Fired? Did he get fired? I would say he was bought out and hushed. I mean, $10 million, I'd probably go away and not say a fucking word myself either.
0: At least $10 million. Million. I feel like it might be closer to 15 20 they said eight figures oh yeah they just said eight figures so like I think it's closer to 15 20 which isn't I mean oh. he deserves that I mean the dude was there for 19 years from start to finish yeah
1: he was there for 19 years and realistically worked three hours probably <laughs>
0: I don't know. He was the executive producer though. He especially oh. at the beginning, he had a lot at the beginning. I think Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Like those first like maybe 9 10 years, I bet he did quite a bit. So I think he deserves that.
1: If you were in his position, would you ride off into the sunset with that and be okay? He'll get another gig. Oh no. For well, he's already he's already kind of on what Shark Tank? Isn't he doing Shark Tank right now?
0: Oh, I didn't even see that. I don't know. Yeah, he's writing off the sunshine out of Bachelor Nation, but the man's going to get a hot better. Honestly, he'll probably get a better high-paying job now. Like, I think he'll be a better gig yeah. than he did at Bachelorette, which is insane to think because that gig was amazing. <laughs> but I think he'll have a better gig.
1: That was his gig. Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, He'll be all right, (laughs) to say the least.
1: He won't be a free agent for long.
0: (laughs) No. I feel bad that this is the way it ended for Chris. Now, did Mm -hmm. he deserve a lot of the criticism he got? Yeah, he made some mistakes. But honestly, he was going to phase out anyway soon. I just think... It's sad that he didn't really get um, that farewell. You know, I think he, yeah. he did do a lot for this uh, franchise.
1: Yeah, he didn't get to go out on his own terms.
0: No, exactly. It's kind of reminds me of like a superstar athlete who gets something, you know, something happens, or an injury, let's say. And he doesn't get to go out with that farewell tour that Kobe got, that Dirk Nowitzki got, like all these star athletes got. So for that, I think it sucks because I do think maybe he deserved a bit of a thank you from a lot of the, the fans of the franchise. But that didn't happen. And uh, on to the next.
1: Yeah, which will be interesting to see if they keep this path with previous contestants or they find a new new lead host. That is the million-dollar
0: question. I think they're going to find a new host. I think they're going to find one singular host to continue doing basically exactly what Chris did. I don't know if they can do this back-and-forth thing where they have celebrity hosts or old alumni hosts. I don't think they'll do that. I think they'll pick a host, maybe even for Michelle's season. We'll see, though. Lot up in the air right now in Bachelor franchise, man. A Lot
1: still has to be Ben Higgins. <laughs> I don't think it's Ben.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, no, I know I, wish. I know, I know, but <laughs> yeah. he
1: he is like the one person who's groomed and yeah but, has experience you know.
0: and yeah. So we'll we'll see. There's a lot up in the air right now in Bachelor Nation. And then uh, guys, tonight if you are in Dallas, come out, play a little DJ set at Bloom Sporting Club down there in Dallas. Going to be a fun little uh, Thursday night, ladies' night out there at Bloom. So yeah, it's gonna be fun. We're gonna be in Dallas all weekend, Thursday to Sunday.
1: Uh, maybe hit. Brantley Gilbert Concerts. we're going to go to BG show Friday. Mm -hmm. NASCAR races Saturday.
0: NASCAR races with Rowdy. Rowdy Energy out there on Saturday. Have you been to a NASCAR race before, Eric?
1: I haven't. It's a bucket list. Me neither. Amazing things. Just like the roar of the engines when they're on the turns. And yeah, it'll be pretty cool to see. And actually feel i think you feel it more than you actually see it like mm-hmm. i think i might have to go get some earplugs for this
0: like, i don't know what to expect to be honest so it's gonna be hot as hell out there i think but
1: yeah look for i'll be in a hoodie <laughs>
0: <laughs> fun little weekend in dallas looking forward to it and uh, let's go team bush yeah team bush team bush baby and then i'll see you at bloom tonight
1: i'm really excited for this episode man what perfect timing to have harry on with all this shit that came out with him or Francesca dropped last week so yeah
0: this is uh Harry's first interview since uh the Francesca reunion I guess the Francesca and Harry reunion this is the first interview he's done uh since
1: reunion then tell all from her yeah so his rebuttal I guess
0: yeah I guess I guess in a way it is his rebuttal and it's a good one guys you're not going to want to miss this it was a fun one yeah it's a fun one Harry's an interesting cat so without any further ado let's go ahead and get into our interview with Harry Jowsey behind the rose Actually, Harry, dude, how do you say your last
1: name, man? (laughs) It's Jowzy, right?
0: Jowzy, fuck, dude. I knew that. Okay, let's try that again.
1: And today. No, 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 no. You you get me all the time. We'll leave that. We'll leave that. (laughs) Harry, man. Dude, thanks for coming on, dude.
0: No, thank you so much for having me.
2: I appreciate it.
0: Dude,
1: absolutely, man. <laughs> I meant to ask you that before. Fuck. <laughs> good start. That's a good start. <laughs> this is actually because we we have a player on the Denver Broncos that spells his name just like that. And it's his first name and it's Josie.
0: Josie, yeah. So just <laughs> no, way. no, man, we're excited to have you on. So thanks for coming on. Man. All right, where are you right now? Are you in LA? Where are you at? Yeah,
2: yeah. I'm currently in LA uh, in, in Beverly Hills. I'm extremely tired. Yeah. That's why I look like I've been hit in the face with a shovel.
0: Are you, do you spend a lot of time in LA? Like, is that kind of like your home base?
2: Yeah, I just, I'm, I get very stuck in like a routine and I kind of hate, like, like I, I love like, um, hold up, Jacob, can you just jump in the other room? Sorry, okay. one second. Just go in the other
0: room.
2: <laughs> oh, he's grabbing some snacks. Sorry, my boy from home is here. Um, he's not used to this stuff. Alright, uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Okay, where was I? Yeah. At
1: least he's dressed. No, nah, he,
2: well, he, he, he just put a shirt on. He's like, you, you're on a podcast. Put a shirt <laughs> on, and it starts getting very loud stacks. Um, but but no, nah, I, I spend a lot of my time in LA because I'm uh kind of like stuck in this routine. I like getting out a, a lot, but I just also hate. uh I get, I think I get a little bit anxious now because like obviously the show and there's a lot of eyes and I just. Don't know. You know you, you know when you used to just get like super fucked up with the boys and have a good time and you can just while out, maybe whip your dick out of the bar. It's like a, you can't really do that anymore. So it's like, well, you can.
1: But well, it's like, funny.
0: Blake still does that. <laughs> yeah. I don't have quite as many eyes as you, but I get anxious as well. So I can't imagine what you get.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I kind of just like stick to my little routine and I, I think I'm just been so focused on business right now. So I'm like, okay, well, I, I just need to stay stay put in and keep running it Yeah, up. so
0: you're a busy man. Yeah, you got a lot going, man. It's Is it wild now what your life has turned into, man? Like that's got to be such I mean, I also like I you know coming off the Bachelorette, like I had a little bit taste of what it was, but yours is like world fucking wide, man. And like it, overnight. Yeah, and it's just
1: your show was just right at the start of lockdown. And it was like the whole world is yeah, watching.
2: watching you. <laughs> I I I always feel bad cuz I'm like damn, like the lockdown and like, quarantine was the best thing that happened for me. And then I was like, oh, I shouldn't be saying that cuz it's like I'm very sad and like terrible time but like realistically because obviously everyone was home everyone was like plugged in and everyone was like uh focused on you know what was going on in the drama it, it, and it is it is so crazy dating uh now it was hard and i'm not sure if you guys seen the drama but me and francesca tried to give it another joke. not at all
0: <laughs> yeah it's it's yeah it's just every time i've opened instagram bro <laughs> <laughs> well,
2: we, tried, we tried to give it another another crack and obviously it's very hard with uh with public opinion, and I'm not sure what her motives were. Uh, we're still trying to figure each other out, and then next thing you know, we got paparazzi and then uh, it, it was posted everywhere. So we were just like, "Fuck it." And then it was just the same old shit again. It was just very toxic and very like, it's it's so difficult. And this is what I was saying to her: like a relationship between two people, and it's very hard when it's like the whole world's like putting all their energy or like all these people putting their energy on like Harry's this, Harry's that. Like today, I read a story of some gossip page telling me that I was in. Eleven, like two days ago, just making out with a girl. I was like, "Damn, I have been to Miami in a minute." But I wish, <laughs> I wish that would be like they should have got a photo. But just because I look like every every podcast, like, huh?
0: love love 11 <laughs>
2: yeah I, probably a good-
0: dude i know it is crazy and people get so invested man like all they care about is like your guys relationship they either want it to work really bad or they don't want it to work and the pressure is just i can't imagine man what the pressure is like it's,
2: it's, it's bizarre but i also couldn't imagine that like, going on the bachelor that that you like in the best way like that shit would be crazy i couldn't imagine being the one person having a date like 20 people but uh, i guess it's like a, another day in la but also it's like <laughs> a lot of people are watching and you have to be like mindful of how you talk like where it's here yeah, people can just wild out a little yeah, bit yeah you know? yeah
0: man I mean yeah it's it's I, th- I think dating in the public eye is literally like one of the hardest things to ever do, and then breaking up in the public eye oh. is fucking brutal man i've actually never really had that i've already been
1: i've always been the heartbroken guy so like oh yeah well you just got dumped on national television you didn't have to do it afterward yeah, yeah. Man, you got it good you got it good <laughs> <laughs> got no- we'll be right back
0: yeah so i can't imagine what that's like man
2: yeah but it's it's difficult because also there's so much you want to say. Like, there's so, there's so, like, and here's the thing that I, I'm, I'm sure that not a lot of people understand is that um, in these situations, you're only seeing like 10 to 5% of what's actually going on. And it's the hardest thing when you're reading comments saying, oh, Harry did this or she did that. And it's so difficult because all I want to do is like type a message back, like, this is actually what happened. And then I'm like, well, if I do that, it's going to start an avalanche. and She's going to go this way. And it's just, it's horrible. And it's so difficult because like usually in a relationship and I was explaining to my friend Jacob, we just left uh, the one with the loud snacks. Um, it, like it's, it's so easy when it's just like normal before where you could just put, okay, cool. Like I'm, I'm dating you girl, and it didn't work out. we chat shit to our friends and then we break up and we don't see him again. But now it's like, okay, cool. Like we broke up. And I chat shit to my friends or like drop a comment somewhere, and then it's like, okay, cool, like that just landed in E news, and now like everyone thinks you're a piece of shit. So it's like, okay, cool, like I just, it's it's so different. You have to tread so lightly, and, and I think it's I probably needed it because it helped me make like make me mature a fair bit and and not. Uh, yeah. Just, just say whatever it was on my mind. Right. I was going to say,
0: I feel like you've, you've done a decent, I mean, you've done a pretty good job, especially lately, man. Like I feel like you have like reeled it in a little bit, you know?
1: And so hats off because like you said, it's not easy.
2: Thank you so much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really,
1: it's, really it's also a lot. Cause I don't think a lot of people might realize like, yeah, you're only 23. It's crazy.
0: It's a man. lot. Yeah, it's a, me at 23, fuck. Yeah, man, I wow. couldn't be in the public eye at 23. <laughs> Jesus.
2: Right, but also, yeah, like, especially in the relationship, like, with that much attention, there's also, like, the most attractive people in the entire world trying to get in on it and, like, trying to, like, ruin it or, like, mm-hmm. clash heads. So you're also just like, holy shit, is this the right decision? What's going on? Like, this girl I've had a crush on for years
1: the Instagram model
0: is now like in my DMs and wants to hang out, and I'm like, oh, this is bad. Yeah, yeah I really hate you, fuckers. Like, I was, was following—I'll never forget—I was following this one Instagram model, man, for like four years. The night of the finale of the Bachelorette, man, she slid in my DMs. I was like, is this my life now? Like, is this my life? Like, is this what my life? Yeah, that makes
1: me so happy. It's a weird feeling. And Harry, you—you you set the bar really fucking high. <laughs> me, Back coming off of the show. Oh, um. <laughs> she's one of the most gorgeous. Fucking women. I've, Eric's yeah. a big Francesca fan. <laughs> I think every I think every straight male <laughs> in the world is.
2: Yeah, no, she she's a good sort. She she definitely definitely is very attractive. <laughs> I don't know how I did it. I really don't. Like, very I, I think it's just because I made her laugh, and then. I've got an accent so she doesn't know what I'm saying and so she just thinks I'm saying good things.
0: <laughs> That's all it takes. Make a girl <laughs> laugh, man. And you're 6'5". So, like, bro, you got a yeah. lot going for you. Let's be honest.
2: Well, I was also short on that show. Like, the like other boys, like, 6'6", 6'7". And they actually were built and they, they looked like linebackers where <laughs> I was just like some scrawny little Australian guy just being a dickhead.
0: Well, you did damn well for yourself, man. You did damn well for yourself.
2: Thank you so much. <laughs> uh,
0: so, man, do you ever like make it back to Australia or are you pretty much in the States now?
2: Well, I, I haven't had a chance to get back for like two years. So I haven't seen my mom. I haven't seen any of my family because obviously, first off, my mom's health isn't amazing. And my brother's health isn't amazing. Like, he's type one di- He's got type 1 diabetes. So, my biggest fear is okay, I start, like I travel home and, you know, God forbid I get COVID on the way back and then I see them and then it's game over and, and then everyone's infected and stuff like that. But um, I've been wanting to get back uh, for the longest time. I've just been talking to my mom about it and just because there's also like a two week quarantine and I'm not very good with being cooped up in a room for two weeks, like, like a hotel room and they come check you. Like it's super strict in Australia. So, I'm kind of just like, weight like holding off a little bit but yeah it
0: sucks yeah that that is because that would that would be horrible if you got covid man and then you went down there and like you accidentally gave it to like that'd be brutal (laughs) but i bet you're missing i mean you're missing australia how long because you you grew up obviously out there in australia and brisbane right
2: yeah yeah i was in a small country coastal town called yapoon which is just above brisbane so i always say brisbane because it's people it's the easiest one for people to remember but yeah, and like I grew up on a farm, so it's way different to living in an apartment in LA. Like I grew up with a bull called Nigel and I got feed him mangoes like every day.
1: No shit. I was gonna ask you at one point, like, yeah, you owned a fucking bull. Like that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it was, and he wouldn't let anyone get near him. He would charge them. But when I come out with my mangoes and like fruit, I'm just paddock <laughs> with him and we just hang out. It was a good time.
0: <laughs> so I grew up in a small town in the mountains. I had like a thousand square foot tree house and shit. So like growing up out there, like that must've been a pretty cool childhood. Like You had a
2: tree house?
0: Yeah, man. I had a giant tree house, yeah, up in the mountains and stuff. Damn,
2: you must be, so, you must be the coolest kid. Yeah, I was kid. the coolest that's kid, man.
0: <laughs> All the kids want to come play <laughs> my tree house and shit, yeah. Shit, yeah. dude. That's
2: great. I'm, I want a tree house now. <laughs> Imagine how romantic that would be to have like your little tree house that got hit some candles. Dude, that would be dope. Don't know them over because we'll, we'll burn alive. But like... Yeah, that'd be so romantic.
0: There's some Airbnbs out there in tree houses out here in Colorado. You can like rent an Airbnb tree house. Yeah, really? yeah. That's pretty cool actually. I've seen it out there.
2: And next girl I fall in love with, I'm bringing her out there.
0: There yeah, you go, man. Oh yeah. But I mean it must be pretty cool to live on like a farm growing up, like in Australia. Like that must have been pretty dope, right? As a kid?
2: Oh bro, it was it was really the best the best thing for me. Like I uh, learned to just enjoy being outside and like having animals. We had like twelve chickens named Margaret, like Bella and Buzz, Our pigs. We had like my, my mom just collects horses like she just collects it like she just for no reason she's just like oh that horse looks like it needs a new home <laughs> well we'll put on the farm like she just has all these animals just because she loves them and we had like five dogs um so like coming here is like completely different and i really miss like how disconnected and like uh connected to the earth and like everything that's going right like back there like that's how like here i feel like i'm very digital and like focused on business but once you get back home like your feet in the sand, like let your titties out. It's such a good
0: yeah, time. No, absolutely, man. I bet. So how long did you live in Australia before you left?
2: Um, well, I, so I grew up there, but I got kicked out of school in Australia. So I had to go to school in a different country. Oh. And then I came back and then I got kicked out of home. So I just started traveling uh, when I was like 18. I just went to uh, Europe and uh, London and just worked and tried to figure out life.
1: And I think it, I think it worked. think like, yeah, you did. All right. Yeah, I think you're doing okay
2: for
0: yourself. So you did like a little eat, pray, love, like all over like Europe and shit, just like finding yourself at 18. That's dope.
2: Yeah, I, I had to because I was one of those. I was one of those 18 year olds. I thought I was like invincible. I was like, oh, I'll fight anyone. I'll do anything. I don't give a fuck. Like no one's gonna knock me down. And then I went to London and through Europe, and I realized that like I'm actually not invincible, and that there's bigger, badder, scarier people, and that I don't have my shit together. So that was like. The best thing that happened to me was just to get out of the nest and like go figure out
0: life. Yeah, absolutely, man. I mean, that that had to be a huge learning experience for sure. I'm 32, and like, I wish I had done something like that when I was younger, man. You know, I feel like I would have matured a lot quicker for sure. <laughs> yeah, you have, to,
2: you have to, But but I'm still immature as fuck, so I don't know. I don't know how where I'd actually be if I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, gotta be fun to see. <laughs> <I'm gonna lie. laughs> so, when did you make your way to the states, man? Like, at what at what point did you do that?
2: Um, so as soon as we finished filming the show, I was like, there's not really many opportunities in Australia and New Zealand for TV stuff. And I was like, Netflix really isn't, uh, like there's not much going on in Netflix in Australia. So what should I do? I need a the opportunity. So I kind of, I had like no money. I was put all my money into my online business, my son's company, and I was trying to figure out how to get by. So I was doing as much as I could. And then I just sold all my shit and I was like, fuck it. I need to just go to LA. So I sold everything me and my best friend, we packed up our stuff, we moved out here and then we just started like hustling, grinding, trying to like figure it out for like six months and then the show came and it just changed everything like overnight and then everything's just kind
0: of been like wow. pretty sick. Okay, so you moved here after filming but before it aired?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I, I also wanted... To... So this is all within like the last year and a half, two years then?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I really wanted because uh, what I value the most is like networking and getting in people's faces and like talking to people and that's kind of what i love to do i love to meet new people i love to get out and about so i was kind of just like you know what i need to get at every party like before i even went before i even came to the city i think it was like the first weekend It was like summary's birthday party no one knew who i was nothing like that but i made sure i went out went out of my way to make sure that i could meet people and like hey this is what i'm doing and like lovely to meet you and then by the time uh the show came out like all these people like really close friends and and everyone like i know who's cool and who's not and who to trust that's huge I am, I mm-hmm. yeah i was i was very like uh busy with networking because I, I that's just what i love to yeah
0: do. that's that's yeah that's huge especially in la man like if you gotta make yeah. sure you're in the right group out in la because you can lose yourself pretty fast out there so it's cool you had that before <laughs> yeah
1: that's my passion too is networking i've been networking since i was like 15 16 years old yeah with professional athletes and i made sure when i was younger like like you up everywhere always be always be out front always let to always be where everyone is
2: because you, you really can't you really can't put like a a, a price on face value and like meeting. Mm-hmm. something like you can shoot an email you can shoot at the end but you really can't put value in just going up and talking to someone in their face
0: amen yeah and yeah i'm sure that was that was huge because when the show aired well that before we get into that before we get into that let's let's back up a little bit because i think some people i mean the casual fan maybe doesn't know but you were actually on a show before too hot to handle yeah and you yeah. Yeah, and you crushed that show. too.
2: <laughs> yeah. I was in fight and they just fucking sold that show to Discovery. So I'm like, yo, where's my fucking back?
1: Yeah, where's your, Yeah, you should get some royalties <laughs> off that. No <laughs> shit. Right?
2: Yeah, I was like I know you sold that show to Discovery. Yeah.
1: Uh, <laughs> Heartbreak Island comes yeah. through. Yeah, for real.
2: Honestly. But yeah, no, that that show was that show was very bizarre. Um it was really just like a mix of Big Brother, Bachelor in Paradise, and Survivor. Like what what are we doing here? And I kind of just went on, and I just had a good time. I really like, uh, yeah, had a had a really enjoyable journey on there on that show with those people. And then it kind of just like opened up my mind. Like, what I really want to do is like I really want to entertain people and watching people's reactions to the show and everything Mm -hmm. like that. After we come off of it, I was like, damn, this is just this is fun. Like making people laugh. I don't know if it's at me or with me, but as long as people are laughing, then then I'm happy.
0: No, absolutely, man. Do you think? Your experience with Heartbreak Island helped you when you were not only applying for two out to Handle, but once you were on it, do you think it helped you quite a bit?
2: Absolutely. Like hundred percent. I feel like I definitely had cheat codes because I knew what to expect. I was like, these shows are just big personalities chucked in a room and we're not really meant to like each other because everyone's got big egos and we're a whole bunch of dickheads. So I was like, we're all sharks on an island. I may as well just not give a fuck and go with the flow. And that's kind of like how I got through without like imploding or like, getting in my own head, like, oh, she likes me, does she not? I was just like, you know what, fuck it. I'm here to have a good time. I'm here to enjoy myself, and I'm here to try and find a girl. Like, I think that was the biggest thing that I went in on for uh, 12 to Hand was that I was so focused on, like, I'm here to find love. Like, I'm here to genuinely find, like, a real person, and whereas, like, the other guys are like, oh, we're here to like, have, like, we're with the boys that come have meetings in the morning. I'm like, bro, I don't give a fuck about the boy shit. Like, I'm here to fall in love with this absolute – Mama Cedar, like ten out of ten. I was like, I'm I'm gone to have a meeting with that or have a meeting with, with her ovary. I don't want to go and have a meeting with the boy I don't care. I'm not here for you. I'm here to get her pregnant. End
0: of the day. <laughs> put a baby in that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I already said I was like, if you got pregnant, wouldn't it be crazy?
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Well that you that was the right mind frame, man. Fuck. <laughs> it worked, I guess. And what was that challenge? Like, wasn't there like a challenge where you guys couldn't like hook up or do something on the show, and you, like you yeah, broke out yeah, immediately. yeah! <laughs> <Like> fucking, yeah. <laughs> when when they told me I yeah, that's remember. like on Seinfeld, the jerk off bet. <laughs> it, it was, I, I cried. Oh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, it, it
2: it was wow. It was when they when they told us the the rules, I legitimately cried. Like because I had a few drinks as well. I was just like, hey, get me the fuck out of here! Like you put the hottest girl in front of me in my entire life, and I know how I feel about her, and my genetics everything my ancestors fought for is telling me that I need to reproduce right now with this person and I can't do it I'm gonna I'm not allowed to do it I'm like how dare you that's disrespectful is what I was saying I was like disrespectful send me home if I can't have sex with a person I can't marry her then I don't want to be here and they're just like hey you need to relax like it's not they're like it's, it's the first day you have to get to know her. I was like I know her enough to know what I need
1: to do <laughs> listen i'm in love okay i know it already yeah. <laughs> that was the 21 year old, 21 22 year old Harry. Yeah, that's like
2: yeah, was, yeah, 21. Yeah, damn Harry. that's
1: wild
0: you're a 21 man so you guys literally had no idea. like what did they tell you the show was when you got down there
2: i, I swear to god the casting process was, was so bizarre that i thought i was walking into it just an orgy i was like this could be for porn. like the, the, the casting process was like, oh my God, how have you ever had sex with? Like, what's the nastiest shit you've ever done? Have you ever, like, sucked off a dude? Oh, like, well, I was like, oh, you what the fuck <laughs> is going on here? Like, the, cra- the crazy shit. Like, oh, like, have you ever had a threesome? What, what did you do last night? And at that point, when I was answering all these questions, like, I was on my biggest hot streak. Like, I was having a different girl every night. Like, I was on my fuckboy shit. Like, it was legit the worst version of myself. Like, cause I was living with my best friend, Christian, and he had a girlfriend at the time. Mm. And I swear to God, I had seven different girls over in, no, it was eight different girls over in the week. Uh, and so I was on this hot streak and then just like, this is the type of guy
0: that we need. Yeah, they were probably like, this is our guy. Like, yeah. like, get, get him on first flight after. <laughs> but that's so cool. You could like admit that. You were like, damn, man, like, listen, I was that guy. But obviously you've grown a lot from it, which is pretty cool and everything.
2: I say that, but I uh, asked my ex-girlfriend. She still thinks I'm a piece of shit. So I don't know. Like I. Uh, <laughs>
1: so she I, recently I, said. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah she, re- she recently went in on me.
0: So when you got down to the beach, though, and you, you figured out what this show was, I mean, obviously you're like, let's get the fuck out of here but you stayed it had to be incredibly difficult like how was the environment with like the other guys and Everything. and so I did Paradise and it was a total fucking shit show like I had the worst time of my entire life like it was horrible for me like it was just hell on earth for me so like what was the vibe like with like everybody else was everybody losing their minds like what was that like
1: or was everybody jealous of you?
2: <laughs> yeah. no I think that was a massive component because like obviously Francesca absolute bombshell so I think everyone was just like there was a component of like jealousy like damn I wish that like I had that or I wish I had that those type of feelings that like, going for me but like I I come to realize that like in my head, I was like, I'm not going to win the money. So I don't care about it. So I'm just going to have a good time. But I think everyone else was like in their head, like we've already won. So the more that you fuck up, like you're fucking up our money. So they were getting mad at me because I I kept saying, I was like, "Eh, is the money in your account? No. So don't worry about it. Like, they're just like, no, but you're going to ruin it for us. And I was like, "Eh, I'm here to find love. I don't care about money. And then I kind of just really pissed off. Like a lot of people, but then, like, whenever, whenever anyone gets angry at me, I just laugh and I try and make a joke out of it. So then I get away with it and I have an accent. So I'm like, you know what, we're... I just have to play to, to my advantages and it
0: works. Yeah, you just charm them a little bit. You just throw in throw that charm, the Australian charm. It's yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: It <was> over <laughs> for them, yeah. And I'm sure most of your castmates have monetized. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Yeah, So it's like yeah. that money was kind of joke. It was a I, joke. Yeah,
2: I think, I think everyone's, everyone's done okay. But that's that's what I said to them. I was like, look, like, you understand, the more money you spend on the show, the more money you're going to make later on. So don't worry about it. And everyone just really couldn't see the, the big picture. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to have a good time.
0: No, absolutely. So did you guys have any idea what the show was going to be? Like, did you have any idea how much it was going to just completely change your guys' lives?
2: Oh, all we knew is that it was for Netflix. And I was like, Netflix doesn't do reality. And they're just like, yeah, well, they're filming like a handful of reality shows right now. And yours could be the first one ever to be on Netflix. And we're just like, shit. In my head, I'm like, damn, this is huge. Like, this could be huge or it could be a flop. We had no idea. And then it was actually meant to come out in December before – covid Mm. and everything like that but they delayed it because um i think they were trying to get like lovers blind they had lovers blind the circle and then uh to the handle so it really played in our favor to see kind of all that happen and it be delayed like i was kind of obviously upset because i was like damn i want to be you know i want everyone to know who i am i want to do this stuff by december but um it was really the best thing for me that it that it kind of got delayed to when it got released
0: because it did get released like the beginning of quarantine That yeah, was man. within like the first like two weeks yeah i remember turning on i was like something new to watch i was like i've watched everything else you know i was like fuck yes <laughs> yeah man that's <laughs> wild how that worked so perfect for you guys that was awesome yeah bro. and that's like a Good fucking show. Well, oh, it's a brilliant, like you said, like everything in
1: your body was like, I need to fucking mate. Like it's a brilliant show, man. It's brilliant. That's what but you want to watch as like a viewer, like a bunch of
0: hot people, like that can't hook up. Like but
1: I, it, not even just hot people, just anybody, yeah. like <laughs> throw anybody on a beach in that situation. Yeah.
2: The workshops that they made us do as well, like they were just hell, like you know, like we're tying each other up and we're like you, you can imagine because in you know what it's like on a show. Like when you're in a show, like a date feels so like a week. Like there's just so much shit that goes on within 20, a 24-hour period that it takes so long to process in your head. So like a week is like a month. So like when you're in there and like, oh, yeah, you don't have to have sex like four weeks, I'm like, motherfucker, that's like a whole year. Like I'm, I'm locked in and then you're doing like little like workshops where – you're tying each other up, and like it was, it was so bad because when I was tying Francesca up, she was like grabbing my dick, and I was like, oh, "Hey, my God, how dare you, New York basty!" And we were meant to be angry at each other, and I was like, yeah, just, yeah, I was like, "We're meant to be angry at each other," but you're gonna make me bust in my pants <laughs> on camera. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be so embarrassed. So please stop this. That's funny because I
0: remember when I was on The Bachelorette, obviously there's just one fucking girl that we're all concentrating on, but I remember it got to the point where like. I remember we were all sitting around breakfast one day and we were like, do you think they're slipping something in our drinks? Like, have you guys like gotten hard at all? And like, not all of, all of us were like, no, it's been like three weeks, man. Like I haven't even woken up with a hard on. We were like, they're slipping estrogen or some shit. Because we, we we would only see Becca like, you know, once a week sometimes. So like all it was was just a bunch of dudes. So it's kind of funny that you actually got to interact like every day. Yeah, man. So we, sometimes we'd be like, they're slipping estrogen or something in our drinks. Like something's fucking wrong, you know? And then, like you said, there's no... There's like no routine. Everything's fucked up. You're eating like shit. Like it's just all fucked up. Like our bodies are just fucked.
2: That's crazy.
1: This is so different. These shows.
2: Yeah. I was like struggling to not have wet dreams. every night. So <laughs> I'm I sorry for you. Like I would w- I'd wake up and be like, sorry guys. Me. I mean, just have to have a shower. I wouldn't go down until like lunchtime.
0: <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> it's a lot like paradise, I guess, kind of in a sense. But the difference to what, what you just talked about obviously like the bachelorette and bachelorette are a big deal so like i kind of knew coming off like there was going to be some hoopla and all that but you like it was a brand new show like that was the first season of that so it's kind of interesting that you kind of didn't know what to expect we'll be right back and then all of a sudden when it hit man like what did your life turn into dude like overnight right like overnight because you could binge the whole season in a couple hours.
2: It was nuts because like the, the first, it, it dropped uh, on the 17th of April. And I remember watching like my story and I, and because I, I screenshotted everything because I wanted all my close friends to just watch the process with me. And I remember I was sitting there I was like, okay, cool. Like I had a hundred thousand followers. I woke up and I had 170,000 followers and I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, oh damn, maybe the show's a hit. And then I started like, I jumped on TikTok and every time I post a TikTok video, I jump a hundred thousand followers. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But it got to a point where I didn't know how to process the, the amount of information that I was getting from my phone that I just like got an overload where I just like my blood pressure went up. i was super red. I had to have like a, a Xanax. I had to have my friends like calm me down and put my phone away because it was like so overwhelming. Like the day I hit a million followers was the day I had two million followers. I woke up and I was like, here's a million followers on Instagram. Holy shit. And then that that evening, it's like, oh, I, ch- I check it, it's 10 o'clock at night. It's like 2 million. Whoa. Like that, t- that type of like absolutely insane growth, like unheard of. Like I was even showing my friends in like plan, and they're just like, bro, I have no idea. Like I post a photo and I have 100,000 likes in like 10 minutes. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? i would be sitting there. I was like, this is just, just uh, absolutely. And it just doesn't feel real. Like it still doesn't feel real. Like I was just at the Grove with my friend, uh, Jacob, and he hasn't seen me since the show aired. And we haven't seen each other all, uh, since the show ended at all. And, like, we'll be walking around. And people were asking for photos. And, like, it's just so weird. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, even when I'm in Tulum, like, I'm like, hey, like, we just have to be, like, a little bit cautious. Like, if you're going to be, like, spraying people in the face with a bottle, like, they're going to turn around and be like, oh, it's that big dickhead, Harry. <laughs> now we're going like, to, like, roast them online or send them to the TMZ. Mm-hmm. So, I was like, we just, like, it's it's very bizarre and it's also made you, made myself like very hypersensitive of like my impact, my legacy and what I do and say online. Like whereas before I'd comment like whatever I wanted or I'd talk shit or I'd post a story about this and i just didn't give a fuck. But now I have to be like, okay, there's people that like genuinely like look up to me. Like I've had a guy, this is this the crazy thing when I had a dude come up to me. He's like, hey man, really look up to you. I think you're a great dude. I was like, shit, that's <laughs> fucking right. nuts. I've never had that before. I was like, dude, I was like, I'm sorry, I like, got, I don't know what to do. Like, I didn't, be, I didn't mean to do this. Please don't look up to me. Like, I'm a terrible. Role model. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm the same age as you, but yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just been a very crazy, and bizarre, weird uh, a journey. But it's also like kind of just scratching the surface because obviously, like, and I'm not trying to sit here and if people are saying, "Oh my God, I'm fucking Justin Bieber level," because I'm definitely not. It's just like very bizarre to have a sh- number one show in the world for two weeks, like the entire world, two weeks. And then to like finally be able to step outside and just get kind of like attacked or like have to be careful, like if you're seen. Yeah.
0: I mean, you're a brand now, you know what I mean? Like overnight, you're a brand.
2: It's, it's, it's it's crazy, bro. Like, and it's very, very bizarre. But also, like, I'm, I feel sorry for like other people on my show and like people in this space because I, I said to them, I was like, you guys need to like set up, you know, you need to set up a business, you need to make sure you have merch, you need to have, make sure you have like, say, a podcast. Or like a YouTube channel, because end of the day, these fans, these followers, these people from the show don't actually know you. Like as you're you know, probably well aware, like the reality TV spike is up and down. Oh, like it's yeah. like straight away. Your show comes on, you're the man, it goes off, you're like, and it's just like slowly simmers for a while. So I, I was telling everyone, I'm like, hey, like the best thing you can do is get a podcast, the best thing you can do is get a YouTube channel so people can really understand and like learn who you are and figure you out because like a reality TV show is like x percent and the craziest percent of your personality where it's like there's there's moments like this where you can sit down and have a conversation and talk to people mm-hmm. so that's kind of like the biggest thing i focus on as well uh coming off the back end of the show is i was like well i need i need to have you know merch ready i need to have long form content ready and i need to make sure that there's like enough areas so say if you look at me on spotify if you look at me on twitter if you look at me on youtube that you're going to find a video that i own
0: yeah yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, you, yeah, you, you've you done a great job because I remember watching the show and I would like refresh all of your guys's. And I was like, just watching your numbers fucking pile up. I'm like, man, I hope these guys know what they're doing because it does die. It goes away pretty quick. You know, at least the engagement, especially like followers, it will slowly, but your engagement will drop dramatically, you know?
1: Yeah, it does seem like reality TV. Yeah, because it's just a consistent revolving door. Especially like the Bachelor franchise, you know what? There's four or five shows this season. Yeah, this year, yeah. There's two Bachelorettes, a Bachelor, and then Paradise. Yeah, so it's just and then like Winter Games, Summer Games, if they throw those in the mix. Fuck
2: me, man! That's wild. See, that's why. Also, that's why. Like, uh, so blessed to be on Netflix because, like, obviously, when the next season comes out, yours is still there, so you can be like, oh, watch season one again. Like, that's what I'm. Damn,
0: that's
1: true. When the new viewers come on, they're gonna go watch yours.
2: Yeah. Well, like, also, like I'm not, I'm not sure if you looked at my Instagram, but the bold writing on your Instagram is if someone searches that up, you come mm. up. So, like, I changed it right away because I know the new season's coming out. So, like, too hot to handle uh, Harry. And then so I just, when the new season drops, like, if someone looks up too hot to handle, I'm going to be the top person there.
0: Interesting. That's brilliant because it is very different because people don't really care about bachelor like three years ago, if they watch the bachelor now, you know, they rarely go back and watch yeah. we're too hot to handle. We'll be different. Cause it's on Netflix and this new, so you're excited for this new season to come out. Cause it's going to help you.
2: Here's a crazy shit as well. It's like, I just have the mindset of like abundance, right? Like there is, I find that like a lot of people on these shows, even people, in my season, are just like, Oh my God, the new season, it's gonna suck. This is, I hope it does terrible. It's like, why like this, you don't want your
1: franchise to fail.
2: Yeah, you don't want it to fail because the if it goes really well, like th- that's better for you. And there's there's so much abundance. Like again, there's so much exposure, there's so much audience. Like the next season is gonna people already know what it is and they're already excited for it. So like, be excited for the new people that are coming on. Like I hate the the mindset of like scarcity or like this is mine. Like this is my project. It's, like we we're just contestants. Yeah. Like we're just people on the screen that had a good time. You should be very excited for the next people that yeah. come on. And I was saying, it was like, look, like if you're really worried about like your followers or your fame like disappearing, just go collab or like actually work hard towards uh, maintaining this audience and like keeping people engaged with your content.
1: Yeah,
0: there's enough love to go around. There's enough money to go around. You know, so I was uh, saying, yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I'm, when does that new season drop? Actually, pretty soon, right? Like. Yeah, I, th- I think it's like uh, late June. So yeah, it drops pretty soon. So I'm pumped for that. man. So obviously, you'll be tuning in on that, uh, dude. You need to do so. I do live watches. I do live recaps on my Instagram each episode and it gets cr- I mean, it's my best engagement of the years when I do those recaps, man.
2: Yeah. People love that type of stuff as well because they also want an opinion to be like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Like I agree with them and like now I want to keep like a like moving forward.
0: Yeah, and some cool behind the scenes shit yeah. and stuff. Yeah, people love that stuff. So you should maybe do something like that, maybe on your I don't know if you have all one of the Twitch. I don't know, whatever the fuck there is these days. There's fucking everything. Yeah, I don't know what three point six million person has.
2: Yeah, yeah um do you do much like hosting or, or anything like that is that what, something you'd want to go down for the bachelor uh,
0: so i do some stuff like that right now i'm actually
1: djing man i'm djing all over the country right now yeah. i was gonna say we're doing a big festival in san diego it's a little south of you but like with chain smokers uh bryce vine Blau. damn i'll
2: be there
0: yeah for sure
1: i love to. send you some info about it blended fest
0: down in san diego it's we dope
2: blended fest damn that's sick. yeah i'll be there for sure that'd be That'd be crazy. I love Drew from because We always trained together at our gym. He's a good kid. Yeah, I'll slide in your DMs. Yeah, just don't send me dick pics. All right. I'm <laughs> <on>. yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say also before we get out of here, got to touch on your castmate Chloe. Oh yeah, on the new show, she crushed it on the circle.
2: I here's the thing. I haven't seen it.
1: I haven't either. Actually, I'll be honest. Oh, I, I, I
2: heard she's done amazing, and I
1: she just kept it real. She was herself, like. I've, I love her. She just like, doesn't give a fuck.
2: Well, she's just such a good, like ball of energy and, mm-hmm. and love and, and like innocent, like in so much innocence, but like also just like, just, just such a light. Like I really enjoyed that, like, uh, having, uh, like filming the show with her Cause like me and her would always just go off in our little chats and like, uh, energy would just bounce back and forth of each other and would just go crazy. But she'd always like have my, have my back. And I'm, I'm genuinely like so proud of her. And, um, I'm sure the other cast as well but like i just think that she's really just just said it and 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 gone for it so i'm like really proud of her to just get on another show and and keep the wheels wheels moving because it's not easy yeah
0: no it's not yeah it's actually really hard to get on another show to be honest and then not only get on the show but also like kind of like try and put that what happened on the last show behind it but she kind of embraced it almost like you said she's more herself now than ever before yeah and she went to like the final three on the show yeah man
2: yeah it did yeah. well
0: yeah absolutely so uh, are you actually are you in touch with a lot of your castmates still like here and there
2: no nah, i th- i think uh you'll probably know the same like it's uh, again like it's very big personalities and it's very difficult to to like a lot of people mm-hmm. uh, from these shows because it's like okay all you know is from this person is that they're competing against you to win and that's that's it so there's always like that element of like he can't do better than me or he we both started here so i, I just always felt like there was an element of of jealousy and there's always always an element of like what can i use him for for this so i've just kind of just been like i'm gonna stick with what i know and that's my friends from back home that's my friends that were with me since heartbreak island since i was at university Your day once like i i always keep in contact and like like uh, message him and like check in here and there but yeah, but it's not like I'm gonna go out of my way and like fly to London right. and like hang out with like Corey and shit, because I'm like where just different people with different interests.
0: That's actually really true because your, your cast was like all over the world too. Like ours is just, you know, Bachelors wow. here in the States normally. So it's kind of interesting. You would have to fly all over. You know? <laughs> I got a couch to sleep on basically any state city I go to in the States. So it's kind of <laughs> dope. I always have somewhere to crash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's nice. Cool. Well, before we let you go, man, um, I got some, obviously some questions from the fans. We threw up, uh, some up with questions. Every single damn one is about you and Francesca. But I do have a question for you because I've always wondered this because I'm kind of starting to phase out of like the show a little bit. Like, I don't know if I'm going to go back on the show at any point, but this pic you posted with Francesca, like a week ago or whatever it was, man, when you saw that engagement, man, when you saw like what that picture did, what did that do to you? Were you like, damn, like, I really want to give this a shot. You know, like one of those, like, I know you guys were in love and I know that I could see that, but like, it had to be kind of strange to see that like 1.3 million likes or something on that photo. Bro, this is funky.
2: And we posted a whole bunch of TikToks together as well. each TikTok got like 10 million views. I was like, damn this shit is just like unheard of, but we were like, it's good. Like again, like it's really exciting to see like how many people are supporting the relationship.
0: Yeah. They want to see you together, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And they're genuinely
2: like excited and like what's going on here and and the engagement is crazy. But also I'm like, it's a, it's a dangerous drug. That shit. Like it's a dangerous drug to be like, okay, cool. Like damn, like this relationship got 1 million likes. Cause then the next girl you date is going to be like, damn, if we post a photo together, it doesn't get that like, They're going to feel shit. That's so true. It's like, it's it's very, and also like, it's obviously like seeing the likes it smashes your dopamine. You're just like, damn, like this is crazy. This is awesome. And then like, some people can get into the point where it's like, they do it for the wrong reasons or they want to post it. They want you to post a video for the wrong reasons or they want you to tag them for the wrong reason. So it's, it's good. And, and I, I genuinely posted that photo because that's where we were. We were in Mexico together. It was my birthday and I was, really happy i was like "Damn!" like
1: you're just got- in the moment
2: yeah i was like i've got my best friend back and like we can post a couple pics together and she was cool with it i was cool with it and then it just went fucking bonkers it broke the internet and, <laughs> yeah and then now it's just all crash, crash and burned. so fuck
1: it <laughs> <laughs> tried to do it the right way
0: and then it's still fucking yeah crash and burn yeah it still burns.
1: Yeah. and blake was just with his lead a couple weeks ago what is your guys' engagement not quite as
0: much as him i mean i got tagged in quite a bit of shit when i was with my bachelorette <laughs> Uh, like a, a week ago in LA and uh, it
1: got, it blew up a little bit. All the bachelor nation wants to see him and his lead yeah, together. Yeah, So Big I, I kind of, that's Man. actually true. We're kind
0: of, kind of similar in that sense, I guess yours is on a much bigger platform, but uh, so, so yeah, way bigger. <laughs> so um, I don't think you got, you and Francesca will ever not be a thing. You know what I mean? Until like you are with someone else, right? Like, I think that'll be, what do you think? When do you think you guys will or won't work?
2: It, it's hard because like any person I post a video with or a photo with, it's like instantly compared. And I've been with, you know, I did a TikTok with Chantel Jeffries and everyone's like, Oh my God, it's the, you just want girls that look like Francesca. I'm like, it's Chantel it's fucking Chantel Jeffries. Yeah. Like it is arguably the hottest person on earth. Like walk, like she's walking on this earth and she's probably the hottest person ever to grace the earth. And I'm like, why would you even compare anyone to anyone? I was like, she's a great friend. She's a great person to meet, so it's been difficult because it's like I can't post anything because there's so many ride or die fans for me and Francesca's mm-hmm. relationship uh, and so they compare it compare it to stuff but i I don't know what's gonna happen with me and Francesca I personally think and this is super exclusive uh that there will never be a relationship with her ever again. I've mentally and emotionally disconnected um from everything that's gone on just because I understand it like. The public and what's been sent out and what's been uh, shown is a mere smidge of what's actually going on behind the scenes. And I've been doing my absolute best to keep it private, keep it respectful, and and keep it uh, abs like my involvement to to a bare minimum on the outside. So from what from everything that's going on behind the scenes, and even today, like I got a very big text. uh, I know that I love this person and I love what we had, but. I just know that in this lifetime it will never work uh, because there's just so much shit that we have to work on. And there's just irreversible damage that's been done. Like I just I can't take a step back and put myself through what's going on. And that's not to say that I'm perfect because I'm not. There's so much shit that's happened and again, smidge compared to what's actually going on. So
1: it's definitely not the worst thing moving on.
0: No. And I've been in a relationship like that where Dude, it's just like something happens and it's just like, like that was it. Like that's like, I can't look at your name or whatever it is. Like I've been there, man. I know what that's like. So, so yeah, I mean,
1: you guys had your run. It was good.
2: Yeah. And and that's the thing is is like, damn, like that's, there's just so many good memories. And now, now we know, like now we know, like we've given a red hot shot, like red hot go for like three or four times now. And over the three years that I've had her in my life, it just hasn't been, Yeah, it's just like I, I I was reading something online where you have like there's like three loves in your life. There's your first love when you're growing up, uh, that's like puppy love and whatever. Then there's a second love where it's like uh, kind of like super toxic, abusive, and aggressive. But like mm-hmm. you just keep getting drawn back to each other. And then there's your third love, and that's the person that you're with forever. And it's just it all makes sense. So I'm like, okay, well I feel like Francesca's just number two, and it was just clashing heads all the time. Um, you know, and here's the thing, like the relationship behind closed doors is absolutely beautiful. Like it's stunning. Like we're always laughing, always having a good time, like running around like idiots. And she makes me feel like a kid. Like I always laugh and I giggle and we have just such a good time together. But as soon as there's a hint of public attention, it just gets nasty and and vile uh, and goes back and forth. So I'm, I'm just assuming, I'm hoping that Chantel Jeffries is my number three. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh-huh. There you go. <laughs> You're leaving it open to go on a third dating show.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I, if I could be the bachelor, oh, would, here we go. Hey,
0: uh, hey, I, I, okay, deal. I, I know some producers, man. I'll know. We'll throw you out there.
2: Right, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine the, the absolute chaos of me trying to date twenty girls. I'll pull my hair out, but it'd be a great
0: time, dude. I would fucking
1: watch that season. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be 30 fantasy suites in the first week <laughs>
2: uh, I, I would that'd be awesome yeah I'd have to do my due diligence. So I'd have to
0: go through god that'd be fun yeah. uh, you know what I'll run it by them. see what they say I'll run it by him, <laughs> it by him. Oh, that would be hilarious <laughs> oh yeah man that'd be I would fucking love that well man I'm rooting for you and uh I don't think I definitely think the fact that you're so young you got dude you're gonna be huge you got a lot going for you man so I'm excited to see what you got next do you what do you have like coming up next you got anything like you want to tease or you want to talk about anything like that
1: um you have an album drop in <laughs>
2: No, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out if anyone wants to make it a sex tape.
1: Um, oh. yeah, why haven't you done OnlyFans? <laughs> yeah, your OnlyFans would fucking Jesus. Jesus.
2: I, uh, I do I do have an OnlyFans that crushes. You should you should get it get on it. It's fucking crazy. Fuck
0: man. Yeah. That shit's wild. Shit, you two together.
1: <laughs> yeah. <man.
0: laughs> and so a, wow. There's enough money in it, man. <laughs> that accent. <no. laughs> It's a different bag <laughs> no, man. Uh, well we appreciate you coming on man this was super fun it was good to officially meet you yeah, thank you so much and uh, yeah we'll let you know when, when I'm playing out in San Diego or in that area man we'll let you know for sure so no I will be sick
2: I'd love to come down and uh, I appreciate it
0: thanks guys thanks for listening everyone be sure to follow our Instagram at behind the rose podcast don't forget to subscribe comment like and give us all five of those damn stars Behind the Rose is recorded on-site at the world-famous Grizzly Rose or wherever we happen to be. See you next time, Behind the Rose.